0: Welcome to Cryptic Chronicles, a show dedicated to exploring everything weird, mysterious and cryptic in the world. Today on the show, I'm going to be interviewing Dan Brooklyn, an industrial metal musician. Dan's going to be releasing an album soon based on the life of Aleister Crowley. And I was lucky enough to get a little sneak peek, which is awesome. So let's hop into our conversation about Aleister Crowley and how his life influenced Dan's music, shall we? I'm your host, Tim Hacker, and you're listening to Cryptic Chronicles. This is this is the way. This is the way.
1: These entities they would congregate
0: Hey, Dan, can you hear me? Hello there. So, how are you, Dan Brooklyn? you just like going by Dan
1: yeah sure yeah absolutely yeah I'm I'm really good thanks how are you
0: I'm fantastic um I really liked that music video that you made
1: the uh thank you
0: yeah the mass of the phoenix so you're making a concept album the great beast which is due for release on December 1st
1: yeah absolutely December 1st which is uh Alistair Crowley's 75th uh death anniversary I think you could call it and uh yeah I don't know I've been I've been working uh on this for 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 quite some time through all the uh the lockdowns and everything this was kind of my uh project to uh to you know it helped me keep my sanity and uh helped me uh you know stay off the streets so to speak so uh yeah and this anniversary I kind of found that out by by accident so I was like oh that's that's quite a cool Date, we should uh, we should do that. We should uh, we should release it on December first.
0: Yeah, perfect timing. So, what's it exactly going to be all about?
1: Well, it's basically a collection of, of stories about uh, uh, the lives and crimes of, of Alistair Crowley, as I like to uh, to call it. Um, it's yeah, I don't know. It's it's both a tribute to you know the the man the myth the the legend uh, you know as a free thinker as a as a pioneer as a counterculture icon um, but it's 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 also kind of uh, you know as I, I also try to you know place a mirror in in front of people and and show the kind of uh, you know the, the 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 other side the the, the, shadow, the shadow self side. Yeah. Uh, so, sorry. What's that? The shadow self. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which he was uh, in in contact with, so to speak, and he he, he loved uh, in, indulging in that. Um, yeah. So it's I, I don't know. It's 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 both a tribute and uh, you know kind of a critical you know
0: mm-hmm. picture. Curly uh, was all about the union of opposites. So I mean. He's like one of the most fascinating people in history, I think. What exactly yeah. got you into Perdurabo?
1: Well, um, I studied uh, metal music. You can actually do that in, uh, in Holland here. It's, uh, it's a degree. You can actually study uh, metal music.
0: That's um, badass.
1: It's, it's great. Yeah, I, I feel very fortunate to, uh, to have been able to do that. Um, so this, this guy pretty much, you know, when you get into the history of, of rock and roll, like I, I just call him a counterculture icon. You know, he was, he was super celebrated in the, in the sixties and seventies. He was, he was ahead of his time, you know, in, in many aspects, you know, he was openly bisexual in, uh, you know, in a Victorian era was where this was still, you know, frowned upon. And I think it might even have, have been illegal so he, he had that he had that going uh he was of course experimenting with uh with, with drugs and psychedelics uh, hashish, uh so all of that you know um and he of course dabbled in uh what what some people re- would refer to as as, as black magic and of course there's the the sex magic, you know, the, the the sexual freedom that he was totally uh advocating, so to speak. So yeah, it was he was basically demonized for for all of that in uh in you know through throughout his life. And then, you know, deciding later, uh in, in the sixties and seventies, all of these artists and, and musicians and free thinkers, they um they rediscovered this, you know, his his books, his writings, and they're like, whoa, this guy is, uh, you know, this guy is advocating what, what we are doing right now, long before we uh, were around. So, um, yeah, he, he popped up when I was just, you know, doing the, the metal history classes and all that. And I, have, I myself have been, you know, interested in, in occultism, uh, esotericism uh, for for as long as I can remember. Um, so when you start researching that, you know, he he pops up everywhere as well. So yeah, it was just these these two camps, you know, at uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's what introduced me basically, just those two interests, the, the musical one and the uh, esoteric one
0: yeah his influence on western occultism is undeniable so did you have any experiences that like led you in that direction in their direction towards like an esoteric spiritual path
1: yeah absolutely um actually the the name dan brooklyn is is kind of derived from my um from, from one of my first experiences um well the the very first uh experience that i had as I, I was a very very young kid and i um i had this dream about this this saint like figure and at some point i i woke up and i opened my eyes and and i was wide awake um, but the figure was still in the room with me uh clear as day you know i could see i could see uh, the face the the clothing uh, everything and uh, i i just remembered looking at this at this man just being kind of confused and then he slowly you know faded away disappeared into thin air um that that was the very first experience that i can
0: How old were you
1: remember i i must have been i don't know like say 7 or 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 8 maybe six. I, I have no idea, honestly. But, Did you uh,
0: recognize him or whoever it was?
1: It? No, no, absolutely. Just, you know, um, being a young kid, I just thought he looked like the, the Pope, actually. He oh. was kind of kind of dressed like that, you know. Um, and, you know, right now, looking back on that and, and uh, knowing what I know now, I think, that, well, I'm pretty sure this was, uh, you know, one of my one of my spirit guides, you know, my uh, my holy guardians, and uh, yeah, Crowley was 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 all about that as well. Although he had some uh, some alternative ways of uh, invoking this as a so-called uh, holy guardian angel.
0: Yeah, and he uh, changed his mind on what it was over his lifetime. Sorry, he changed his mind on what it was over his lifetime.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did actually. He, he um, I don't want to use the word contradict, but he, uh, you know, so there are some of his writings where he just kind of, you know, says one thing, and then a couple of months later, he releases another book, and he says he touches on the same topic, but says complete, it's something completely different. So it's is you know, uh, it, it it kind of makes it hard, you know, to. To kind of figure out what he's trying to say from from time to time, as he-
0: yeah, like how his uh, intro to the Goaisha especially has tripped a lot of people up.
1: Yeah, yeah. For instance, um, but yeah, that that was uh, yeah that that saint like figure that was that was the very first experience. But uh, the experience that kind of um, you know what the name Dan Brooklyn is is kind of derived from is. Um, well when i was a kid when i was a little older i um i was uh i, I had this this lovely lovely lady she was um uh, basically kind of like my my second mom and um she noticed that i was you know able to see and feel things that others necessarily uh didn't necessarily um uh, experience you know mm-hmm. so she was kind of coaching me uh, you know she she was kind of coaching me uh, kind of teaching me how to you know handle stuff like that so at some point I remembered two of us uh, visiting my my elderly house my elderly home uh, to kind of you know check out the 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 energies there and uh, to, to see what that was all about she she had never been there and I remember um, entering my parents bedroom uh, with her and all of a sudden I started seeing this um, well this 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 entity appearing this this shape I I didn't really see like a, a face or limbs or clothing as I as I saw with the first experience but uh, it, it was definitely there it was spreading this white blue light and uh, she asked me well, she asked me, "Okay, is, there's there's someone in the in the room with us. Are you are you able to see him?" I was like, "Yes, yes, I am." She was like, "Who do you think it is?" And um, well, my, uh, shortly before I was born, my, my uncle unfortunately passed away. Um, so it must have been a weird time for my parents as well, you know, because you're you're grieving this uh, incredible loss. And then there's also this this baby, this new life, uh, you know, coming into your life. So it's it, I can imagine it was a it was a weird time for them. But uh, you know, I, I didn't even really think about it. I just thought to myself, like, I, I think this is my uncle. Mm. And she was like, Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. This uh, this is your uncle here with us. And um, my uncle used to be a, a DJ, and this was uh, you know right now DJs are carrying USB sticks and they, they plug them in and, and that's the, the show, you know, <laughs> but back, back then uh, DJs used to carry vinyls and, uh, you know, road cases full of this stuff. And he used to spray paint Brooklyn on his, on his, uh, road cases. So, uh, yeah, the name Dan Brooklyn is kind of a, a tribute to, to him and to that experience, to one of the first experiences with the, with the, uh, paranormal for me so to speak the other side yeah, that's cool so are you yeah, a are you a thelemite? no no i um no like i said i um as i i have nothing against uh witchcraft i've nothing against thelemites. i have nothing but but respect for that um but like i said you know crowley wasn't wasn't you know the the i do know i put this the you know the, the the purest of of oh, prophets, yeah. uh, so to speak. You know he uh, he uh, encouraged his his devotees to uh, you know make make cuts in in their arm uh, every time they they used the word I in a sentence. He was the only one allowed to do that. Um, he, he used to uh, give psychedelics to his devotees and then put them in his he, he kind of locked them in his bedroom, and the bedroom was um the walls of the room were just covered in all of these murals that he painted, and I can just imagine that you know being a psychedelics and sitting in his room being locked in there for for the night all of these murals you know they start to come to life and yeah it's it's just stuff like that you know also also his uh his his wives and mistresses they they describe him as as being uh, incredibly abusive and, and stuff like that. And, and, you know, when you read his, his work, you can kind of see that the man had, you know, quite, a, quite an ego, it's just kind of, uh, you know, it's self-reflection <laughs> isn't, isn't their biggest uh, uh, point, so to speak. I think so, um, that he kind
0: of enjoyed all that kind of stuff though like the the notorious nature that people looked at him at that way like absolutely.
1: He, yeah yeah it yeah. was he was uh he was absolutely re- responsible for a lot of that in himself he definitely enjoyed that but uh yeah i don't know i i think at at, at some point it kind of um yeah it, it kind of you know he Okay, so he had the, the Abbey of Philema and at some point Mussolini just kicked him out of, of Sicily because of yeah. rumors of, of orgies and, and bestiality and, and, and drinking blood and all of this stuff. So when he returned to UK, he uh, he, had, he actually had to appear in, in front of uh, judges, you know, uh, the tabloids slaughtered him you know calling him the 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 weakest man in the world oh yeah and we'd like to hang so it it uh yeah it kind of took up uh with him is this this you know uh iniquitous uh image
0: yeah he would never deny uh, it he would egg it on
1: yeah absolutely but uh yeah he was he was definitely uh slaughtered for it by the press it was uh yeah he he remained largely misunderstood throughout his life I, I think he also died just thinking that all of you know falima and and his uh his mission of moving human consciousness to to a cosmic plane i think he he died thinking all of that had had failed you know which is uh which is sad as well he he, he had been work, working really hard <laughs> so um but yeah, to uh you know, to answer your question, no, I'm not a I'm not a thelemite, I have I have nothing but respect for that. But uh at the same time I, I think to myself, you know, if if you call a thelemite, you're you're kind of also uh promoting the the stuff we just uh, discussed, you know, the mm-hmm. self-mulation, uh all of that. Of course of course there's thelemites out there that don't necessarily uh promote that, but if, if you see Alistair Crowley as as like this 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 prophet or this this icon it's it's good to realize that that is part of that as well so uh
0: yeah he's there's a lot of dark along with all the light in there
1: yeah absolutely and I don't think it was it was all dark and uh it's you kind of course debate on on what is dark and what isn't i mean i yeah I was listening to your uh, your podcast earlier this morning uh, about the, the nephilim and the uh, supposed the demonic origins of the mm-hmm. of the nephilim and of course you you pointed out that uh you know according to the to the church everything that is not in line with their beliefs uh was considered to be demonic and i think a lot of that um uh, I love that, uh, well, let's let's say propaganda is Mm -hmm. still uh, alive and well today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I think there's there's lots of entities out there that are, um, you know, being called demons or being called dark or being called lower entities while they uh, not necessarily are, you know.
0: Yeah, and also in all my research, it kind of seems like um you know assuming there's a lot of truth to these things that are hidden to everybody it seems like they have their purpose like they're not they're not just here to cause chaos the chaos is part of the order in a absolutely. weird way
1: you know it's, yeah. it's it's it sounds cliche but you you can't have light without the dark exactly I absolutely think that uh, uh that they are part of this this balance that we that we need in in the universe as we know it so um
0: And a lot of people think that's too good of themselves too. They don't understand that there's a lot of darkness in themselves and that most people are actually just, they're not really like, there's very, very few good people. You know what I mean? Like there's most, most people are just shades of gray.
1: Absolutely. And that's, that's part of being human. You know, Mm -hmm. there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's who we are. That's, Mm -hmm. it's human nature. But, um, Well, one thing I I really have to give Alistair Crowley is this man seemed absolutely uh, fearless. And of course, there is a thin line in between uh, being fearless and being reckless. Um, But that's definitely one of the things that I uh, learned from him, you know, because I... Uh, the, the two experiences of, of which i just told you they were uh, beautiful experiences i, I wasn't scared I, I felt kind of privileged that i um you know the, that i could could be a witness mm-hmm. to that
2: $30 off weed with code PODCAST? Did someone say $30 off weed with code PODCAST? Amuse delivers over 500 high-quality cannabis products from the Bay Area brands you love at everyday low prices. You can also rest assured that everything will be up to your high standards. So what are you waiting for? Start shopping now at amuse.com. Use promo code PODCAST to save 30 bucks off your next order. That's e.com.
1: But there also have been plenty of experiences in my life that were uh, less uh, pleasant, involving entities that were less pleasant, and that caused me to. Um, well, that, that What
0: kind me of entities? To... Could you give an example?
1: Well, there there have been entities that I um, thought would would only exist you know in some kind of fantasy movie or some some harry potter book or something and then all of a sudden it's 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 in the room with you i i had this one experience with um with this this elf like uh um, creature oh. um, and yeah i don't, i don't know whether you you uh believe in that i i have oh yeah
0: i mean with uh, me man i'm open I'm open and to anything. It's like I, I'm very Taoist in my approaches to things. So you can talk about anything, and I won't like accept it or deny it. I'll just take it as it is. And if awesome. I experience anything, I experience anything. If I don't, I don't. I can take it either way.
1: Yeah, that's a great uh, mindset to have. I I, I wish uh, more people uh, approached it uh, this way, but. Uh, yes it was it was it was that wasn't that was not necessarily a uh, a nice entity although i i have been um i've been talking about it with uh with uh, the psychics uh, afterwards after, after the experience and and some of them were of the opinion that this entity was actually coming to me reaching out for 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 help but i don't know i just i was just really freaked out by it by the time it, it, it happened,
0: it's interesting the form that it took. Like because uh, fairy folklore, they, they look all kinds of different ways depending on you know the information you're reading. But it's interesting that it appeared to you. Was it like stereotypical elf-like?
1: It was but honestly. It just looked like uh, like Dobby the the house. Oh elf, wow! You know? it, it really that's it really a little creepy. Like those, yeah, like Dobby and, looks um, kind of creepy yeah but it was it was more of the the other guy i don't i just know his his dutch name like that there's also like this this gnarly house elf in in the books
0: yeah uh, the the one that's that's uh for house black
1: yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah. The
0: race, the, i know who you're talking about yeah oh, yeah okay. oh yeah he's bad
1: <laughs> i'm not sure if i can swear i'm sorry yeah go ahead but uh um yeah so he had more in common with that guy but uh, actually um i used to have a cat and one day when this was happening, I was just sitting in the living room by myself. Uh, I was still living at my, my, my parents. I was, a, I was a teenager and I just remember sitting in the living room in the dark and I see my cat coming at me from the corner of my eye. So I'm actually about to, you know, call her to me and, and to pet her. So I look her way and I see it's not a cat at all. I see it's this elf-like creature just you know moving like a cat just kind of like tigering towards me over the floor that's super weird in the dark and and its its eyes were glowing and i just thought to myself i, I just sent it out immediately you know like i'm, I'm really uh protected
0: you there um, oh you cut out for a second you're good though oh yeah you're good you're good it bad. fixed itself no 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 it was the internet oh, cool
1: yeah yeah. So did you uh, get what I just said? It was. It was. Its its eyes were glowing. It was just kind yeah, of, yeah, uh, tigering uh, towards me. And uh, yeah, yeah so I sent it out immediately because I'm really uh, protective uh, of my house and, and entities coming in there. So I just I, I didn't even ask like uh, what it came for or what it was looking for. I was just I just sent it out immediately. But uh, yeah, that's that's one of the experiences. But uh, there also have been more extreme ones. Honestly, at at some point, um, I was I was at my uh, I was one of my friends, and she basically got possessed by this entity that had been with her for a couple of years already. And um, yeah, she she just got possessed possessed in in front of my own eyes, and I was. I was perplexed. I, I didn't really know what to do, you know, because you use you all of this, this stuff in, in horror movies, and it gets blown up, and and but yeah, it's, I I just looked at it and I thought to myself, okay, what do I do now? You know, <laughs> am I am I saying Bible verses? Like, oh, what do I do now? And it was it was weird. It uh, it, it disappeared and came back a couple of times and my friend would pass out in between all that and uh yeah it was weird it was definitely weird i felt i felt it, it was one honestly one of the most scary um scary moments of, of my life but at, at the same time i felt really i felt really grounded i felt powerful i felt um uh, surrounded by light basically so that so that was kind of empowering as well and at some point it it stopped um and it went away. But it it was definitely a a weird experience. Um, so yeah, experiences like like these, you know, they they give that uh a, a cult interest. Um, you know, this interest in the in the preternatural.
0: Yeah, it's all fun and games until something actually works
1: yeah exactly and uh it, it wasn't like i was in, in invo- we were we weren't invoking anything or it's it just literally just happened we were just watching a movie and 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 she told me about uh about this entity that had been been with her and i was like well you know why would you tolerate something like that i mean um this is your body this is your house Why? why would you would you keep that around you know there's plenty of people that that can help you with this and and she she basically kind of gave up and that's why it was able to you know um, Mm. have the power over her that it that it had at the time um so yeah uh, like you said it's 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 all fun and games it's all it's all these these interesting gloomy stories until you actually experience this stuff and that's that's with these experiences in mind. I also wrote this this album. You know, it's it's it's. Um, I don't want to say it's a it's a warning, but uh, I think a lot of people, uh, especially young people, mess with things that they don't necessarily know a lot about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like I said, I, I have nothing against witchcraft. I have plenty of friends that are witches. Um,
0: Alistair Crowley actually had a decent influence on uh, modern Wiccanism.
1: Absolutely, yeah. But the, the the thing I'm I'm getting at, you know, with with social media and especially an app like like TikTok, um, you know, I I completely understand, you know, young kids that are just obsessed with the 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 witch uh, image, you know, and uh, the imagery and it's really cool you know i think it's cool that's why i made an album about it but you shouldn't mess with things you don't know anything about I yeah mean, and you sh- sh- should be
0: ready like you yeah, should have those yeah. muscles built up like you don't just go and you go, go walk into a gym and put on like 400 pounds on the weights you work up to that
1: yeah and you do research on on what weights to lift and what muscle groups to mm-hmm. to develop you know you you can just you can just dive in there a couple of months ago i saw this TikTok, and it was basically showing uh how to put a a hacks on it said cops and racists and i i saw that and i was like what what the hell is that about what are you even trying to do i don't know i don't know the origin of this video i maybe it was made around you know uh, george floyd and people being really upset with with cops and obviously with with racists but i just thought to myself what are these young kids trying to do putting putting hexes on 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 cops you know it's it's it's, it just seems so stupid to me i i I, uh, you know everything that you do uh comes back to you yeah it doesn't
0: go anywhere or another from what I've read, also, if you do a lot of that kind of stuff, it just bounces around in your subconscious too forever.
1: It, it does. I, I, I really uh, believe that, you know so I, 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 you know I, I love witchcraft. I love uh, you know working with uh, you know gemstones or whether it's divination or stuff like that. They're super helpful tools. But as soon as you go around doing this stuff and, and spreading it on, on a platform like like TikTok in front of young kids. It's bad juju. It is. I, I, I wouldn't promote that at all. So, yeah, I, I also wrote the album with, with that stuff in mind just to uh, in, in, inform people. But
0: Yeah, the imagery in that song, The Mass of the Phoenix, in your music video, that's some pretty intense stuff it is in a really cool is. way but i think a lot of people could would probably be like kind of blown away by it
1: well as i you know the the mess of the phoenix it's it's this one person ritual within uh thelema and it's it's controversial because of again it's it's self-mutilation part uh, mm-hmm. it basically describes the practitioner making a small cut uh in their chest and it also involves uh, consuming uh, the cake of light, which is basically within Thelema, this this holy wafer made out of uh, meal and, and honey, uh, oil, uh, but it can also contain blood and, and bodily fluids. Um, I think a lot of people that practice Thelima to today don't necessarily consume the cake of light. They, they might make one, but they don't necessarily eat it. And... I'm not sure whether they make this this little blood sacrifice as well uh, I think that, that might differ from from person to person um, so yeah basically i we we wrote this this instrumental song, and it was I think it was the last song of which I thought, okay, what am I going to do with this lyrically um so I was just, I was just reading uh, all of these, these books and all of a sudden I came across this, this ritual and it, uh, it was, it was, I thought it was really poetic, you know, it, it rhymed. Um, and what was funny about it was it, it was exact, exactly the, um, how I put it, the, the, the flow of the song, like the, the mm-hmm. same rhythm.
0: Crowley uh, was an amazing poet. A lot of people don't was, know that. Yeah.
1: He was absolutely, and uh, yeah, he he put a lot of that in his in his religion as well. Um, but I was I was just reading through this ritual, and I thought to my, I immediately uh, realized that it was it had the exact same pace and rhythm as the song I had. So I tried to put the ritual over the music, and. Honestly, it all—it just took a few small adjustments, and it it fit over the song perfectly. Yeah. And then i I had this uh, idea for the for for the video about you know uh, there's there's two very famous uh, pictures of Crowley. One is of course the the one where he's sitting with his uh, his fists in, in front of his face. It's like the the, the famous rope mm-hmm. uh, and the um, the hierophant cap or book whatever and all that yeah um, and the other one is him basically sitting against a wall, and there's this light in front of him, so you can see the the big reflection oh, yeah,
0: the face. spooky one. you did that like twice in the video that's cool
1: yeah, yeah, so i, I had uh yeah I, I had this this vision about making like modern. Uh, versions, these gothy versions of those two pictures, and then I kind of wanted to to show um, elements that were inextricably uh, uh, linked to Crowley and his teachings. So that's the the drug use. Um, he was he was a heroin addict for for a huge part of his life. There was a thing that also had to do with his, his asthma. You know, they would just describe that stuff. You were a lung patient back in the day. <laughs> yeah they give it out like candy probably yeah <laughs> if you were uh you were rich like like him uh yeah least. a lot
0: of people don't know he never had to have a real job his whole life
1: yeah well, it's, I, I think his, his fortune kind of uh ran out at, at some point oh uh, yeah and and he was just uh you know living off of uh followers deputies mm-hmm. that were just uh maintaining his his lifestyle um yeah, I, I I wanted to um, to to show those those elements and also the, the sex magic. Uh, uh, we asked uh, Amber Karysbasic, the, the beautiful Amber, uh, who is a uh, model, and she did an outstanding job uh, t- uh, playing the part of uh, Scarlet Woman uh, and and putting uh, some some sex magic in there. But I, uh, yeah, it's one of my worries was, you know, people still perform the Mass of the Phoenix to this day. So uh, I, I kind of, well, I, I have respect for that, you know. Um, so I, I really uh, urge people to kind of see the video separate from from the song. As, as in the Mass of the Phoenix is not a sex ritual. Uh, no drugs or psychedelics are consumed during during this ritual. Uh, but it was it was one of the most cinematic songs on the record, so mm-hmm. that's that's why I uh, decided to make the the video for that song.
0: Yeah, I've only heard uh, that one song so far until December, but it's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's well. There's a lot more stuff coming. I uh, I, I just described uh, the the nightmare room, Crowley's chamber of nightmares, is uh, chambre des cauchemars. in french excuse my french um we have a song we have a song about that as well called chamber of nightmares uh and we're we're working on a video for that right now
0: i was gonna ask Uh, you about that that sounds awesome if you were gonna make more videos for the other songs
1: absolutely yeah yeah It, it won't be videos with uh with me but uh with me in it as 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 the one you have seen already but uh Yes, there's definitely some, some interesting stuff still uh, coming before, uh, before December, before the release date. Absolutely.
0: Sounds fantastic. So what, what is your spiritual practice exactly?
1: That is a very, very good question. Honestly, I, um, right now, I don't practice spirituality as, as much as I should. Um, and i kind of feel that within me but at the same time i feel that there is a uh time for everything mm-hmm. and uh, uh it's, you know right now i'm i'm really working on uh earthly things <laughs> <laughs> as you might say the the the, the music and uh the, the no that's not an earthly thing that definitely well, yeah it
0: comes... kind is cuz you're doing it here in your day to day life it's important earthly yeah, thing
1: it is but at at the, at the same time uh, you know, also a, a part of it, uh, I'd like to believe that a part of it also comes from above in a, in a certain way. But uh, yeah, my, my spiritual practice, I don't know. I, I think I, I meant
0: more I, your ideology. Like, uh, what's, your, what's your ideology, like spiritually? Because uh, you talk about Alistair Crowley. So that means like maybe do you have any like hermetic aspects about your your beliefs and how you roll?
1: Um. Not not necessarily. No, I um, I I try to keep an open mind. You know, just like just like you described earlier mm-hmm. on, I have just been collecting all of these stories from all of these uh, people I, I met, uh, and uh, I don't know. It's my beliefs. I I definitely I definitely have some some beliefs, but uh, I don't know how how I do I put that into words. <laughs> it's good to stay fluid for for, uh, for for another twenty minutes. Um I don't know. I, I think we all have this this e- eternal soul, this this uh this piece of cosmic energy flowing flowing inside of us. Uh one that that is able to travel uh, here on Earth, you know, uh through through astral projection or, or stuff like that. Um and I definitely think that uh, that lives on when we when we die, and I think it can it can recar- reincarnate. I think it can stick around here on Earth, especially if it's, it's stuck. But also uh, to to help others, uh, you know. Uh, I, I just ma- mentioned uh, spirit guides uh, or guardian angels or whatever you like to call them. Um, I think most of my, my beliefs, uh, are, are based on those, you know, I, I ask them for help and I am almost, you know, always immediately being helped uh, whenever I do that. Um, I've also worked with, uh, with archangels in the, in the past and, uh, same, same thing with that. I, uh, you know, as, as, as soon as you, uh, i must want say invoke in but uh you know they all have their own spe- specialties and mm-hmm. uh expertises and uh yes yeah, as, as soon as you I've, I've just noticed but that's just my my personal belief that uh as soon as you ask them something or you you you, you ask for something it is almost immediately uh granted and you're you're being helped you know uh for, for instance that um that experiences with uh, that experience with the possession I just told you about, I I, I felt really strong and 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 grounded and, and protected, and uh, I definitely asked for, for for help in that situation, and it, it definitely came, you know. So, uh, but yeah.
2: there thanks for listening to cryptic chronicles to cryptic Chron- the show is sponsored by blueberry and if you're interested in starting your own podcast use our link we'll even give your podcast a shout out go to cryptic and click on the blueberry link on the, blueberry link on the homepage. by doing so you'll be helping the show blueberry is optimized for itunes as well as all podcast hubs you won't have to worry about expensive contracts or fees in fact you won't have to leave your own website you'll have your own rss feed and no third-party sites try it for a month free by going through cryptic chronicles Chronicles. also if you're a fan of cryptic content please support the show on patreon by giving just one dollar a month you can really assist us in posting more content frequently you'll also have access to bonus ad-free episodes of the show and the discord channel to keep up with all cryptic chronicles content follow us on twitter instagram tumblr and of course facebook give the facebook page a like and join the cryptic chronicles group we'd love to hear from you Thanks for supporting the show. The, the show. most of all most of all thanks for listening.
0: I'm fascinated by angelology
1: yeah it's 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 beautiful it's uh it's it's really great uh but uh but it's actually what, what I wanted to say about uh, Crowley is that i'm just really uh, in, inspired by um by you know it's it, the, the it's almost as if the man didn't know uh any fear i, yeah. I can only think of one one thing he, he describes in his books is he, he was a mountaineer as well he was he was climbing uh i always struggle with the pronunciation of these
0: he was these a world record breaking mountaineer like he broke I, world
1: records absolutely yeah and he did it multiple times and uh some some of the, the uh excursions were uh more disastrous
0: oh yeah things. like when he let all those people die supposedly al- allegedly
1: there is there's a lot of you know different sources about yeah um, he say he is saying this and the others are saying that and it's kind of mm-hmm. his, him against the others uh so that, that that's hard you know because uh <laughs> the the one that writes down the things that happen ma- makes the history basically
0: yeah and it's funny because it's easy to believe the people like talking bad about curly because he was really really petty he
1: was he, he like he was vindictive,
0: vindictive of like the smallest things. He would just like destroy people. Like, uh, yeah, you didn't want to mess with Crowley.
1: Yeah, yeah. But this is also a, a kind of a thing that uh, kind of followed him throughout his life. I mean, everything and everyone that uh, came in touch with the man, Aleister Crowley, uh, either became mad or had this this uh these the disasters happening in happening in his or her life there yeah his first
0: his, wife literally was put in an insane asylum rose
1: yeah yeah exactly and uh you know you could kind of debate uh, this kind of a chicken uh, chicken or the egg uh situation you know mm-hmm. because because of his uh, beliefs and his, his extravagant lifestyle did he lure in and attract all of these people that might've been, uh,
0: they might've already been going that direction.
1: Exactly. Is it, it could have, could have been dad or is he actually just that wicked and, and selfish <laughs> and, you know, it's, I, he doesn't really care, you know, also, uh, you know, with his, with his, with his kids, he just left them in the, in the care of, of nannies because he, he didn't really want to, stick around and and be like a a father. He he was, he was definitely a a restless, uh, restless person, you know, also Mm -hmm. just traveling over the, the entire globe.
0: Oh yeah. He went everywhere.
1: Yeah. He he had the, uh, the financial, uh, the, the, the finances to, to do that, especially in, in his early life.
0: Yeah. When he was learning Buddhism and stuff in India.
1: Yeah. He's, he's, he's been everywhere. And, uh, but it it also tells you something about the, the just the, the, the restlessness of, of the man is mm-hmm. he's doing this and then he has this idea and then it's like, oh well never mind i'm going here and uh yeah so i i also have this song about uh, the Boleskin house uh, oh no house that that where, uh, super haunted house yeah absolutely i uh we, we spoke of the the holy guardian angel before and uh crowley uh purchased this this a mansion on the shore of Loch Ness in Scotland uh, in 1899, uh, I believe. He must have been around 25 or something, real, real young. Um, some say that uh, he was probably attracted to it uh, because of the name, uh, because the name could be derived from, from Baal, the, the bloodthirsty god of the, the Babylonians. Um, but uh, he, he purchased the house to... Um, to perform the Abermelon ceremony, which is this this uh, ritual, uh, I think it takes like six months, um, and it was taken from this 17th century uh, grimoire. Yeah, Abermelon the mage. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, he he started he started the ceremony, and uh, it's it involved a lot of uh, fasting. It, it involved uh, staying away from alcohol and drugs and sex as well but it, it, uh it's it's quite lonely i can imagine um and it, it it the ritual basically says it it even says that no one alive should should perform this ritual it actually actually has that big disclaimer and uh Crowley was perfectly willing to to take up that uh that uh you know yeah, Risk.
0: there's also tons of warnings that you can't break the ritual once you start it,
1: and, and that's exactly what guess he what did. he
0: did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, he, um, yeah. So okay, so it, according to this ritual, you you have to invoke the the twelve kings and and dukes of hell and all those uh, servitors of, of those twelve entities. So that's that's basically hundreds of demons that yeah. you should be invoking in order to compel them to the light, so you can't be, uh, you know, deceived by them anymore. And only then you can invoke your holy guardian angel. Uh, and he actually mentions that he couldn't, uh, at some point in the ritual, he couldn't work without artificial light. Even on the brightest days, he had to like lit candles because there was just this this black. Fog smothering up the the house, and it, it, the house uh, also had to have this terrace. The terrace was to be covered in fine river dust and river sand. So and, um, the, the the idea behind that was that uh, these these entities they would congregate on the on the terrace, and they would leave footprints or hooves or claws in the sand. So the, the practitioner, the magician, can actually confirm that what he is invoking uh is actually there and, and, and is, is it's actually working but yeah like you said it, it 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 definitely mentions that you should complete the ceremony and he he didn't do that he, he uh he was restless uh i think the the head of the golden dawn samuel mathers was in hot water over something yep, he left and, uh, because
0: of political reasons for the golden dawn
1: yeah, exactly. And he, he thought to himself, "Okay, uh, so be it." <laughs> and uh, yeah, according to legend, he never banished them. He he never cleared the air, uh, which which caused uh, the the house and its surroundings to uh, you know all of these tragedies. Uh, these tragedies,
0: yeah, and, of, and tons of, of shadow day. people sightings there, like all That's throughout amazing. history from there.
1: Yeah. yeah, multiple fires, and there's even theories that uh, you know uh loch ness the monster of loch ness sightings have increased since the abramelian ceremony because of these these creatures just still roaming around loch ness the other world yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and that's actually an interesting theory i uh, i have i've have never had the the pleasure to 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 go there uh, i think a dutch couple lives there now maybe i should write them but i uh i can imagine they are uh Fed up?
0: Yeah, they probably <laughs> get that a lot. Yeah,
1: fanatics. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, there's there's a uh, there's a song about that on the on the record. Absolutely. That and, sounds uh, awesome. Jimmy Page uh, from Led Zeppelin. He he bought the estate in the in the 70s, but he, he never spent much time there. So he asked his, his one of his oldest friends, uh, Malcolm Dent, to to look after the, the property so dent just just moved there and uh he had all of these weird scary <laughs> experiences there but uh he stayed he stayed there nonetheless uh, again no no fear uh mm-hmm. not being intimidated by by this stuff but the song actually features uh samples of of dent uh describing uh, his experiences at the at the house so uh yeah, if you're into that stuff check out the song it's uh it's i, I think it turned out pretty uh, pretty cool it's it's real c- cinematic real bombastic uh, and it features Malcolm dance so uh
0: yeah, I love that kind of stuff
1: thank you yeah i uh, I can't wait to uh un- unleash it on uh, onto uh, the world Unleash the beast the, <laughs> the, it's called the, the great beast so uh yeah, so
0: what do you think of um concerning Perturabo? Where do you stand at? Was he like a free thinker and like a pioneer of uh, counterculture, or was he a narcissistic drug addict who was an abuser? Like, where do you stand in those two like
1: extremes? I honestly, I think he was both, and uh, we, we were just talking about uh, you know people not being uh, black or white; we're, we're kind of gray, you yeah. know, in their in their actions, um, but the words duality uh Crowley had so many faces and so many roles that he played in life whether it was a mountaineer or a novelist or a poet or a painter or a self-proclaimed prophet or a undercover spy at some point he played so so much roles in his life i um, yeah, the the word duality doesn't even do it justice because there's there's so many faces and and that's that's part of why he's one of the most fascinating people out there. Yeah. So yeah, to answer your question, I, I I think he's he's both and uh, uh, but it it would be wrong to completely demonize the man. I mean, I am really of the opinion that pop culture and metal music and western esotericism it just wouldn't have been the same without this man he has been of such influence oh yeah so um i i think he was he was both so i i i can't call myself a crowley fan because of that but at the same time i kind of am and i kind of recognize certain aspects of myself in this man uh so yeah it's both both is my answer and uh it should be that way you know sometimes history needs a figure that shakes things up a little bit and uh shows the world a different kind of perspective yeah and that's definitely what he did so uh yeah this album is it's a celebration of that absolutely
0: i'd say i'm both too
1: (laughs) yeah 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 and i think uh a, a lot of uh a lot of people uh, think that way. Probably his his devotees as well. I've, I've
0: and he would probably seen. like that. Like he'd be like, "Yeah, he'd
1: approve it." Absolutely. Yeah, I think he would. He would also like the video. Honestly, yeah, he would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, I I I, uh, I don't want to. The last thing I want to do is is come across as being disrespectful to to uh, people that practice uh or, or the mess of the phoenix to this day uh is just uh you know uh, i bet th- you that th- they big. dig it i hope so i hope so because uh you know uh, uh, like uh, insulting people is is never the uh the intention it's uh yeah it's about promoting the man you know there's mm-hmm. there's lots of people uh, it's uh, Alessio has been uh such a big part of of my life. Um that some sometimes I'm still amazed about people not not knowing the name or uh, not knowing anything about the guy. So uh yeah, this is a great opportunity to uh kind of introduce them to, to this this mercurial man,
0: so yeah.
3: to
1: speak. Yeah, mercurial. That's
0: Definitely right. mercurial, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's probably one of the best Ways to to describe him.
0: <laughs> so, do you think that he's kind of sidelined in modern times, despite being such a massive influence on counterculture back in the day?
1: Um. So, I, no, no, I don't. I don't think so. Because um, if you look at someone like uh, Ghostmane for for instance, I'm not sure if you've you've heard the name. Is it's it's uh, it's this, uh this this rapper from the from the U.S., uh, but it also has a lot of metal influence. Um, so he's he's he he mentions uh, Crowley uh, quite a lot in his in his lyrics. So that uh, that causes a lot of uh, young people and, and and fans that that are necessarily into uh, the occult or stuff like that uh, to wonder, okay, hey, what is this? What is this guy uh, singing about? Um, also, you know, uh, Marilyn Manson, uh, Marilyn Manson was hugely influenced by, by David Bowie and David Bowie mentions, uh, Crowley quite a bit. So, uh, yeah, man, Manson, uh, also, uh, quoted Crowley a lot, especially, uh, in a song called, the uh, the fight song, uh, yeah, it's a, the, the chorus kind of semi quotes, Crowley actually uh so yeah I I don't I don't think he's he's sidelined he's you can still notice his his uh his influence but um it's it's definitely not as as big uh, as it used to be in the 60s and 70s so uh that's why I thought to myself because okay I'm 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 really self-conscious and and perfectionist uh, about the stuff that i make so there's always this inner critic talking to me saying oh yeah but alistair crowley there's there's been there's been uh you know so much music on, on crowley as well and uh, the the samples this legendary wex recordings of his voice i actually even noticed them in in your uh your podcast intro
0: <laughs> most people <laughs> don't is, notice uh,
1: that which is which is really cool um so yeah, there's there's always this this inner critic saying, okay, like, yeah, there's there's been so many bands before you that have written about Crowley and, and used these samples and blah blah. blah. But um, one, this story never gets old, and it's it's uh, definitely worth telling uh, the story and and uh, continuing the, the 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 legacy. Absolutely, of the, the man, the myth that is Alistair Crowley, and and I think if i may say so myself that we we succeeded in in doing something uh completely different uh on Alistair crowley something that hasn't really been been done before you can definitely hear uh the influences but i i still think it's uh it's it's new and it's it's fresh and it's an an uh alternative look on uh on on crowley yeah
0: yeah, from what I've seen, it's very fascinating. Everybody listening, you need to go check it out.
1: Thank you, thank you. I, uh, I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: We are coming up on an hour. Dan, is there a, is there any way that people can find you, like in, on your content or or like your social media,
1: anything? Absolutely. Um, on both Facebook and Instagram, I am Dan Brooklyn Official. Uh, I also, as the the video came out yesterday on October 12th, which is uh, Alistair Crowley's birthday. It was his 147th birthday yesterday.
0: Oh, that was yesterday. uh, I confused that with December 1st. I didn't know that the release was yesterday. My bad.
1: (laughs) No worries. No worries. But uh, the the video came out. I saw it early. Yeah, you did. You had a... That's awesome. I didn't even know. Yeah, you were one of the first. That's crazy. Yeah, that's really cool. Sorry, go on. Um, I, uh, I I thought to myself, okay. I I just I I, I was just roasting TikTok earlier on, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I thought to myself, okay, I need to bring this video there as well. So for you TikTokers out there, uh, it's also Dan Brooklyn official on TikTok. I am currently working on a website which is um, probably probably will be live before December first. Um, but th- th- that's, that's not there yet. We're still working on that in, you know, secrecy. If
0: you email uh, so me it when you, when it's done, I'll include it in the details.
1: Absolutely. Link to Thank it. you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are the, the details. It's also Dan Brooklyn on, uh, Dan Brooklyn official on, on YouTube. Uh, you can find both the censored and the uncensored version, uh, of the video there. Um, so yeah, those are the other socials.
0: Awesome. And I will include everything in the in just look in the, the bottom of this the comments or whatever the details of this video of this uh, wherever you're listening to this, all the links to him will be right there. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me Dan. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you. It has been a pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: Hopefully we can talk another day sometime.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I would love that.
0: That's all for today's episode. Make sure you check out the links for Dan and when, he, when his new album drops in December, make sure you pick it up. If I got any links for deals or anything, um, I will update you, but you should definitely check out his stuff if you like metal. on a Marth is one of my favorite bands of all time, so I'm pretty into, not to a really huge degree, but I definitely like industrial metal and will absolutely be picking it up. What a great conversation, right? I like that guy a lot. Let's see if we can get them on another time down the line in the future. Anyway, Cryptic Chronicles is available on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Spreaker, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all podcast hubs. You look for us, and we're there. If you can, please make sure to comment or subscribe or like or do all the things because it really helps the podcast grow, especially on the podcast hosts. It helps me when people search for, you know, keywords that go along with my stuff helps it pop up in the algorithm for people if you leave reviews if you like if you do all that stuff it's just really helpful thank you but if you really really like crypto chronicles and you happen to be awesome make sure to support us on patreon or subscribe star you'll be getting the episodes months in advance as well as other cool stuff you'll be able to choose topics for shows there's all kinds of good stuff i promise totally worth it and it only costs a single dollar unlock everything and don't forget to join the discord channel when you're done so also oh yeah make sure to get the app onto your phone too so that way you can just pop it out whenever a new episode drops and listen to it right away no issues right there app on your phone the patreon app i mean and as always i'd like to thank my current supporters mj calvo adrian john celestial weavers alien x lorna grubb linda gonzalez angela de Ashley, Brad Herbert, Lawrence Lee, Patricia Coles, Kayla, Max, Michael Worrell, Jimmy Woods, Brodius, Sophia Owens, Scott Wellman, Beware the Q, Ashley Thompson, Matt Poland, Johnny Wick, The Yale Adams, Danny Van Heck, Carnage, Jesse Leach, Austin Monday, Michael Graham, Ed Hawks, Trusty Old Senpai, Lex Lazarus, Ryan Nolan, Jared, Matthew Lawson, Jizmic, Space Coin, Gary Hetzel, Tom McClerney, Colton Spinner, Justin, Miyamoto Musashi, and Jeremy Gross. Thank you so much. It means a lot to me. But most of all, thanks for listening. And as one of the most genius, but also the most paranoid uh, commanding generals ever said, Iron Within, Iron Without.